Hey everybody, it's the Dan and Peter Show. Peter's off today. I am here with you. Hope you're all well today. NCAA tournament action. Of course, Syracuse went down to Dayton. Jim Beheim not happy. Mike Catalana from Channel 13 here in Rochester, where we're based for the podcast, asked him to talk a little bit about Dayton, and he said to ask... I'm paraphrasing, of course. He said to ask Dayton's coach about Dayton. He's here to talk about Syracuse. Clearly, Jimmy B a little cranky about his loss, especially a year after a Final Four appearance. Jim's getting up there. He's getting old. But his coaching is what kept this team alive, especially due to the fact that they couldn't shoot. Unfortunately, they were beat by another team that couldn't shoot. And that team beat another team from Ohio. They couldn't shoot. It's the NCAA tournament. There's a lot of compression. If you think there's compression in the NFL, look at college basketball. And a lot of people get pissed off who are NBA fans and say, why do people think college basketball is better? I'll tell you why it's better. Because college basketball for the month of March is a lot like the NFL. It's one and done. You lose, you're through. Every game means something. You have to incentivize your fans to watch the games. You can't just put a season together and expect people just to show up. Watch a Miami Heat game and count the number of empty seats there are in the arena. And that's the best team in basketball. And I know that they're not doing real well in the NBA as far as where they could be. In other words, Miami isn't in first place in the Eastern Conference. It's not going to matter, as Mike Catalana, as we referred to earlier, always says. It's not who you play, it's when you play them. And when the Heat get hot in June, they will beat everyone, including the San Antonio Spurs, including the Oklahoma Thunder, including anybody that the Western Conference sends at them or any poor team in the Eastern Conference. Why? Because they have the best player in the NBA, and he's surrounded by pretty good players himself and a damn good coach and a pretty good GM who will put things in place for them to get to where they have to go. There's no incentive to watch the NBA because more of the teams, more than half the teams make the playoffs. And then when you finally get to the playoffs, you have four long rounds of best of seven games. And they're all at night. And people don't have time to watch. College basketball, they give you three opportunities to watch. If your team ain't doing well during the season, you got to pay attention. Because if they miss the tournament, the season's over. It's all about making the tournament. And as I said last week, when I ripped on Joe Lenardi, who, by the way, was almost perfect with his brackets, I only ripped him because I don't think he does a bad job. I just don't think you should put all your stock in what one guy thinks as far as whether or not your team will make it. Just ask SMU. There's a formula that goes into it. But let's talk about why college basketball is better than the NBA. Because you have to watch college basketball. If you lose a non-conference game before your conference schedule starts, your fans get upset. They pay attention. They're wondering, hey, are we going to make the tournament? And then if you're losing home games to in-conference opponents, fans get nervous and go, are we going to make the tournament? And then when you have conference tournament week, you have to have a pretty good showing if you failed those first two criteria. You have to do on the conference tournament. If not, you have to win it to get into the tournament. Because it's all about the tournament. Once you get to the tournament... You have 68 of the best teams in Division I college basketball, and they are. Forget the bubble teams. Maybe you have 72 teams that are pretty good, but you know what? The 68 best teams, odds are most of them are there, and they're going to play, and they're going to go out and score, and they're going to win, and the parity is very, very close. College basketball incentivizes its fans throughout the season to watch the games, to pay attention, to read the box scores, to call talk shows. 
Why? Because there's always something to lose in college basketball. College football, there's always something to lose. The NFL, there's always something to lose. Even baseball, even when they added the extra wild card games. Now, oh yeah, 10 teams make the playoffs instead of 8. But one of those, actually two of those, will be eliminated the first night of the playoffs. Win, and you get to stick around. Lose, and you're through. So you get to play 163 games rather than 162. The NBA, the NHL, they don't incentivize fans to watch their games. So for anybody telling me the NBA is a better game, yeah, it's got better players. Obviously, they're professionals. But here's why college basketball is more fun to watch. And I don't want to be called a racist because I would rather watch the college game than the NBA game. That's, that's completely ludicrous. Here's why. The games are shorter. The halves are quicker. There are fewer timeouts. And there's incentive to watch throughout the season. The NBA, they don't play defense. They play 84 long 48-minute games with seven timeouts in them. And more than half the teams make the playoffs. So you could miss three weeks of games. And, hey, if your team doesn't make the playoffs, you knew from week one they weren't going to make the playoffs. If your team is a team that makes the playoffs but get barely gets in, they're not beaten. They're not beating the Miami Heats and the Indiana Pacers of the world. And if they do, it's a big upset. Much like when the Denver Nuggets beat the Seattle Sonics. Back in the 90s. It was a shock. Never happens, though. Very rarely does it happen. Very rarely do you get a team like the seventh seed in New York Knicks back in 1999 who go all the way to the championship series, the NBA Finals, and then lose to the San Antonio Spurs. There's no incentive to watch the NBA on a nightly basis. There's more pageantry in college basketball. You got the bands playing. You don't have some stupid organ in the background. Let's go magic. It's It's annoying. It really is annoying. The announcers, the PA guys are annoying. College hoops, it's all about the team. And I'm not saying there aren't individuals that kind of take over. And I hate this one-and-done culture. I really do. And the AAUization of basketball, as Bob Ryan from the Boston Globe puts it, where guys are more individuals and less about the team. But at the end of the day, they have coaches in college basketball that will break everyone down and make them play as a team. And there's no doubt, the better coaches are in college basketball. And I've heard a lot of arguments about that. I don't think the NBA coaches are worse than the college basketball coaches, but in the NBA, there's no incentive for the players to listen to their coaches. And the salary cap ruins everything. So the general man, basically, championships are won on general managers, not on coaches. General managers. So it's hard for even the coaches to get a leg up in the NBA because they're at the will and behest of their superiors. Give me college basketball over the NBA any day because there's an incentive to watch. Like yesterday, like over the weekend. Yeah, Jimmy Beheim and Syracuse lost, but you knew that was going to happen. So you had to tune in and pay attention because they lost six of their last nine games. They've had trouble. When Trevor Cooney stopped shooting, you know they were in real, real, real big trouble. But you had to continue to watch because it's all about the tournament, the ride to the next week. Where are we going as a fan base? Are we going to make the trip to the next weekend? Are we stuck in Buffalo? Do we have to get one room, one, one hotel room? Do we have to get one night of hotel rooms? Do we get two nights or three nights of hotel rooms? Do we travel both days? College basketball, there's that incentive. Fans travel. They don't do that in the NBA. You can have the NBA. Take the 48-minute game with all your timeouts to take forever. Keep it. I'd rather have the college game. The nights are quicker. Game could start at 7 and end at 9. You could be home by 9, 30, 10 o'clock on a school night. The NBA, oh, gosh. Games could take forever. 
series certainly take forever. There's no incentive to watch because everybody makes the playoffs. And even the teams that barely get in aren't going anywhere anyway. And it takes years for teams to rebuild because they have to make all these salary-matching trades. And they have to do well in the lottery. And that's only if the good players are coming. Last year's draft was pitiful. This year's draft, much better, but not as good as they thought it would be. College basketball is way more fun to watch. Way more fun to watch than the NBA. And it just got better. Wichita State went 35-0. and It's kind of funny how the two teams that went undefeated the longest, Syracuse and Wichita State, both end up exiting the tournament in the round of 32. I like to call it the second round. Unfortunately, the NCAA threw in those stupid four playing games, so now it's the third round. For a traditionalist like myself, I don't like change. I don't like that. So they call it the round of 32. And Syracuse and Wichita State, the last two unbeaten teams in college basketball for a while, until Wichita State became the only unbeaten team in college basketball, both get an exit. Syracuse fans knew their ending was going to come quickly. Wichita State, on the other hand, had its fans believing that they were going to go all the way. They went to the Final Four last year. They went 35-0. and Why wouldn't they? And they went up against a Kentucky team that we all know is a lot better than their eighth seed has led on. But when the committee goes to put the tournament together, they judge everybody by their bodies of work. And this is why the tournament is so important, because you can't have an off night. You win, you advance. You lose, you're through. There's incentive to watch every single game. Let me tell you something. If you rooted for Wichita State yesterday, you're a liar. If you say you rooted for Wichita State, the Shockers, you're a liar. Are they just as good as Kentucky? Absolutely. They were a shot away from beating Kentucky and going to play Louisville in Indianapolis. Guess what? Nope. Louisville and Rick Pitino going up against his old team, Kentucky Wildcats led by John Calipari. You couldn't find two bigger coaching schmucks, and I love them both, but two bigger big mouths in college basketball coaching circles than those two guys. And especially since it's an in-state rivalry, oh, tremendous. Just get to the game. In fact, make that the national championship game. Uh, yeah, except one little problem. Um, another one of Rick Pitino's disciples, Billy Donovan, may have the best team in the country and may meet Louisville or Kentucky in the national championship game. That's why college basketball is so good. Because everywhere you look, there's another matchup waiting for you. Whether it's historical or ironic or an upset-minded matchup, it's always fun to watch. There's always drama in the NCAA tournament. Can't beat it. I'm not even a big basketball fan, but the tournament is always fun to watch for those very reasons. Now, Patino went off last week. He had to go up against Manhattan. Louisville and Manhattan had to play, and he was upset with the way the tournament was put together. I mean, you're trying to put this puzzle piece together. You can't consider the fact that who's coaching which team and how he coached under Patino and how he was Patino's ball boy with the Knicks and blah, blah, blah. But Rick Patino got ripped for saying that, and he I have no problems with him saying it. I understand what he's saying. I disagree with him, but I have no problems with it. Here's what he's doing. He's campaigning. They fight the officials to get the next call. They're fighting the NCAA to get things right. They're try- he's sending a message. He's trying to intimidate the NCAA to try to get something out of him. The guy's brilliant. He's brilliant. 
Because more often than not, those referees are not going to have an axe to grind against you. They're going to kowtow to you because that's what happens. The coaches run college basketball. It's not the officials. It's not the NCAA presidents. It's guys like Rick Pitino. It's guys like Roy Williams. It's guys like Mike Krzyzewski. Those guys run college basketball. And when Rick Pitino shoots his mouth off like that, there are people listening. They're bitching. They're complaining. They don't like what they have to, what they're hearing. But guess what? They're listening. Message sent. Message certainly received. Now, if he thought the game against Manhattan, which Louisville barely won, was going to be an issue, now he's got to go up against his old team. Now, granted, there's no players there who were there when he coached, obviously. It was the mid-90s. But he's got history. I remember the first game he coached with Louisville at Kentucky. He walks into Rupp Arena. You think maybe they give him a nice standing ovation. He won a national championship there. He brought the team to two of them. Oh, no, no, no. They booed him mercilessly. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. If you're not with us, you're against us. You're not a wildcat for life. You're coaching Louisville? Screw you. And I also think it kind of helped that Tubby Smith actually took Patino's players and won a national championship in 98 when he couldn't beat Arizona in 97. But that's another story for another time. College basketball is better than the NBA. You can have the NBA. The season takes too long. It goes into the summer, and it's all about a handful of players. College basketball is all about the stories. And it took me a while to get into the NCAA tournament. It took me a while to actually go along with this March Madness theory. But you know what? It's enjoyable. It's been fun. And so far, the tournament directors have gotten this tournament right. Let's be honest. The tournament directors get the tournament right every year. Like I've said before, if you want to play in the tournament, sweep your non-conference schedule, win your conference home games, split on the road, and do fairly well in your conference tournament. You'll get in. You'll be part of the party. Can't do one of those things? Win your conference tournament. There's always a way out in the NCAA. The NBA, there's not always a way out. In fact, there's teams that are still digging themselves out of salary cap jail. Look at the Knicks. I don't think Phil Jackson's going to last with the Knicks just because he doesn't want to put up with James Dolan or Carmelo Anthony. There's going to be headaches there. And he's a Buddhist. He doesn't want to deal with that. They probably threw enough money at him, so he'll finally say, yeah, I'll take the upstairs job, and I want to stick it to the Lakers for letting me walk. But at the same time, he's also a guy of principle, and he's not going to put up with a lot of crap. And at the end of the day, he could just say the hell with it after it's all over. Personally, I don't think Phil Jackson's going to want to stick around. But those are NBA problems. Let's talk college basketball. My Michigan Wolverines are still in it. Syracuse is out. Duke is out. Everybody's bracket broke with Mercer, or Mercer, as Charles Barkley calls him, beating Duke on Friday. And it feels good in the moment, right? It feels good when you see an upset in college basketball until you realize you get a crappy matchup on Sunday afternoon and you realize, oh, crap, Mercer in Tennessee? Really? And then you realize, oh, crap, my bracket's broken. There were millions of people in this country who thought that they could be the one, and I was one of them, who could write a perfect bracket. We knew the odds were ridiculous, and that's why Warren Buffett put up a billion dollars to do it. We knew the odds were absolutely ridiculous to do it. And he proved us right. Why? Because that's the NCAA tournament. It's not who you play, it's when you play them. This is going to be a fun Final Four coming up. This Sweet 16 week is going to be tremendous. But the matchup I want to see, Kentucky and Louisville, 
I'd rather see that as a national championship game. Either way, Frick Patino's going to get there. He eventually is going to have to face another guy from his past. That would be Billy Donovan. That's what I think. It's the Dan and Peter Show. Thank you for joining us here on SoundCloud. 